Section five of the Perfumed Garden by Sheikh Nawzawi, translated by Richard Burton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Ali Makki. Chapter seven of matters which are injurious in the act of generation. Know, O Vizier, to whom God be good, that the ills caused by coition are numerous. I will mention to you some of them, which to know is essential, in order to be able to avoid them. Let me tell you, in the first place, that coition, if performed standing, affects the knee joints, and brings about nervous shiverings, and if performed sideways, will predispose your system for gout and sciatica, which resides chiefly in the hip joint. Do not mount upon a woman fasting or immediately before making a meal, or else you will have pains in your back, you will lose your vigor, and your eyesight will get weaker. If you do it with a woman bestriding you, your dorsal cord will suffer and your heart will be affected. And if in that position the smallest drop of the usual secretions of the vagina enters your urethral canal, a painful stricture may supervene. Do not leave your member in the vulva after ejaculation, as this might cause gravel or softening of the vertebral column, or the rupture of blood vessels, or lastly inflammation of the lungs. Too much exercise after coition is also detrimental. Avoid washing your member after the copulation, as this may cause canker. As to coition with old women, it acts like a fatal poison, and it has been said, Do not rummage old women, were they as rich as Karun. And it has further been said, Beware of mounting old women, even if they cover you with favours. And again, the coitus of old women is a venomous meal know that the man who works a woman younger than he is himself requires new vigour if she is of the same age as he he will derive no advantage from it and finally if it is a woman older than himself she will take all his strength out of himself or herself the following verses treat on this subject be on guard and shun coition with old women in her bosom she bears the poison of the araqim a proverb also says do not serve an old woman even if she offer to feed you with semolina and almond bread the excessive practice of coition injures the health on account of the expenditure of too much sperm for as butter made of cream represents the quintessence of the milk and if you take the cream off the milk loses its qualities even so the sperm form the quintessence of nutrition and its loss is debilitating on the other hand the condition of the body and consequently the quality of the sperm depends directly upon the food you take if therefore a man will passionately give himself up to the enjoyment of coition without undergoing too great fatigue he must live upon strengthening food exciting comfits aromatic plants meat honey eggs and other similar viands he who follows such regime is protected against the following accidents to which excessive coition may lead firstly the loss of generative power secondly the deterioration of his sight for although he may not become blind he will at least have to suffer from eye disease if he does not follow my advice thirdly the loss of his physical strength he may become like the man who wants to fly but cannot who pursuing somebody cannot catch him or who carrying a burden or working soon gets tired and prostrated he who does not want to feel the necessity for coition uses camphor half a mythqal of the substance macerated in water makes the man who drinks of it insensible to the pleasure of copulation many women use this remedy when in fits of jealousy against rivals or when they need repose after great excesses 
then they try to procure camphor that has been left after burial and shrink from no expense of money to get such from the old women who have the charge of corpses they also make use of the flower of henna which is called faria they macerate in the same water until it turns yellow and thus supply themselves with a beverage which has almost the same effect as camphor i have treated of these remedies in the present chapter although this is not their proper place but i thought that this information as here given may be of use to many persons there are certain things that will become injurious if constantly indulged in and which in the end affect the health such are too much sleep long voyages in unfavourable season which latter particularly in cold countries may weaken the body and cause disease of the spine the same effects may arise from the habitual handling of those bodies which engender cold and humidity like plaster etc for people who have difficulty in passing water coitus is hurtful the habit of consuming acid food is debilitating to keep one's member in the vulva of a woman after ejaculation has taken place be it for a long or a short time enfeebles that organ and makes it less fit for coition if you are lying with a woman do her business several times if you feel inclined but take care not to overdo it for it is a true word that he who plays the game of love for his own sake and to satisfy his desires feels the most intense and durable pleasure but he who does it to satisfy the lust of another person will languish lose all his desire and finish by becoming impotent for coition the sense of these words is that a man when he feels disposed for it can give himself up to the exercise of coitus with more or less ardour according to his desires and at the time which best suits him without any fear of future impotence if his enjoyment is provoked and regulated only by his feeling the want of lying with a woman but if he who makes love for the sake of somebody else that is to say only to satisfy the passion of his mistress and tries all he can to attain that impossibility the man will act against his own interest and imperil his health to please another person as injurious may be considered coition in the bath or immediately after leaving the bath after having been bled or purged or such like coitus after a heavy bout of drinking is likewise to be avoided to indulge coitus with a woman during her courses is as detrimental to the man as to the woman herself as at that time her blood is vitiated and her womb cold and if the least drop of blood should get in the man's urinary canal numerous maladies may supervene as to the woman she feels no pleasure during her courses and at such time holds coitus in aversion as regards to copulation in the bath some say that there is no pleasure to be derived from it if as is believed the degree of enjoyment is dependent upon the warmth of the vulva for in the bath the vulva cannot be otherwise than cold and consequently unfit for giving pleasure and it is besides not to be forgotten that the water penetrating into the sexual parts of man or woman may lead to grave consequences coitus after a full meal may occasion rupture of the intestines it is also to be avoided after undergoing much fatigue or at a time of very hot or very cold weather amongst the accidents which may attend the act of coition in hot countries may be mentioned sudden blindness without any previous symptoms the repetition of coition without washing the parts ought to be shunned as it may enfeeble the virile power the man must also abstain from copulating with his wife if he is in a state of legal impurity for if she should become pregnant by such coition the child could not be sound after ejaculation do not remain close to the woman as the disposition for recommencing will suffer by doing so 
care is to be taken not to carry heavy loads on one's back or to over-exert the mind if one does not want the coitus to be impeded it is also not good constantly to wear vestments made of silk as they impair all the energy for copulation silken cloths worn by women also affect injuriously the capacity for erection of the viral member fasting if prolonged calms sexual desire but in the beginning it excites the same abstain from greasy liquids as in the course of time they diminish the strength necessary for coition the effect of snuff whether plain or scented is similar it is bad to wash the sexual parts with cold water directly after copulation in general washing with cold water calms down the desire while warm water strengthens it conversation with a young woman excites in a man the erection and passion commensurate with the youthfulness of the woman an arab addressed the following recommendation to his daughter at the time when he conducted her to her husband perfume yourself with water meaning that she should frequently wash her body with water in preference to perfumes the latter moreover not being suitable for every one it is also reported that a woman having said to her husband you are then a nobody as you never perfume yourself he made the answer o oh, you sloven it is for the woman to emit a sweet odour the abuse of coition is followed by loss of the taste for its pleasures and to remedy this loss the sufferer must anoint his member with a mixture of blood of a he-goat with honey this will procure him a marvellous effect in making love it is said that reading the quran also predisposes for copulation remember that a prudent man will beware of abusing the enjoyment of coition the sperm is the water of life if you use it economically you will always be ready for love's pleasures it is the light of your eye do not lavish with it at all times and whenever you have a fancy for enjoyment if you are not sparing with it you will expose yourself to many ills wise medical men say a robust constitution is indispensable for copulation and he who is endowed with it may give himself up to the pleasure without danger but it is otherwise with the weakly man he runs into danger by indulging freely with women the sage asakali has thus determined the limits to be observed by man as to the indulgence of the pleasure of coition man be he phlegmatic or sanguine should not make love more than twice or thrice a month bilious or hypochondriac men only once or twice a month it is nevertheless a well-established fact that nowadays men of any of these four temperaments are insatiable as to coition and give themselves up to it day and night taking no heed how they expose themselves to numerous ills both internal and external women are more favoured than men in indulging their passion for coition it is in fact their specialty and for them it is all pleasure while men run many risks in abandoning themselves without reserve to the pleasure of love having thus treated of the dangers which may occur from the coitus i have considered it useful to bring to your knowledge the following verses which contain hygienic advice in their respect these verses were composed by the order of the harun al-rashid by the most celebrated physicians of his time whom he had asked to inform him of the remedies for successfully combating the ills caused by coition eat slowly if your food shall do you good and take good care that it be well digested beware of things which want hard mastication they are bad nourishment so keep from them drink not directly after finishing your meal or else you go halfway to meet an illness keep not within you what is of excess and if you were in most susceptible circles attend to this well before seeking your bed for rest is the first necessity from medicines and drugs keep well away and do not use them unless very ill 
use all precautions proper for they keep your body sound and are the best support don't be too eager for round-breasted women excess of pleasure soon will make you feeble and in coition you may find a sickness and then you find too late that in coition our spring of life runs into woman's vulva and before all beware of aged women for their embraces will to you be poison each second day a bath should wash you clean remember these precepts and follow them those were the rules given by the sages to the master of benevolence and goodness to the generous of the generous all the sages and physicians agree in saying that the ills which afflict man originate with the abuse of coition the man therefore who wishes to preserve his health and particularly his sight and who wants to lead a pleasant life will indulge with moderation in love's pleasure aware that the greatest evils may spring therefrom End of chapter seven and of section five